Hi, this is Cheryl Grayson, wide receiver with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, four-time NCAA champ, seven-time NCAA All-American at LSU, and now Super Bowl champion. You're listening to Pro Sports Podcasters, and who's not listening to Pro Sports Podcasters? We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters. With your hosts, Nee Wallace-Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world, covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Welcome back to the Pro Sports Podcasters. My name is Colbert Duran, and today I've got three all-day collectors with me. I've got Kenny. Yeah, buddy, 84 Kenny. I've got Manny. Manny B. And I've got Ryan. Be more focused, Raver. And today what we're going to do is we're going to look at some of the least exciting packs we've ever opened on NFL All Day. And we're going to do a comparison of what they were worth then versus what they're worth now. And the reason I'm going over this is because I've recently released a video on our YouTube channel and it talks about the effect of burning and there's some negativity about it on the discords, on the reddits, on Twitter about the cost to participate basically in premium level challenges as a result of these burnings. But there is a positive to it as well. And that's what we're going to look at today. So all of us have gone through our collections and picked out the absolute worst pack we've ever purchased. These are not reward packs. They did not come as some sort of a celebration or thank you from from NFL all day. We actually purchased these packs. And from what I can tell, they're all standard packs. So they were in around the $50 US dollar mark to purchase each one of these packs. Now, we didn't all start at the same time. We've got two people here that I believe started in the very beginning. I know Kenny did, correct? Absolutely. I started from day one. Which was week 13. Yep. And Manny? Same. Literally, as soon as they opened it up, I was there. Ryan, when when was your first pack? Uh, I was let in on week 17. So that would have been the third pack. Okay, so you were, I think, one pack before me. I joined during the Pro Bowl pack is the first pack I was actually allowed to purchase in the closed beta. So we're going to begin with Manny. And Manny, which pack was the pack that you purchased that was the absolute worst? Listen, we're actually going to start off with what we've already essentially figured out as the worst because we can only go up from here, right? It was week 16. And in that week 16 pack, for $50 at the time, I received Evan Ingram, number to 10K. It does have that debut badge. I received a Cyril Grayson, number to 10K, again, with that debut badge. High serial numbers, by the way. And the topper of all toppers, a Lil Jordan Humphrey, number to 10K with the debut. But the kicker here is it's obviously going to absolutely be the floor that was number 9977 of 10,000. <laughs> okay, now at this time, both Ryan and I were not yet in, I guess Ryan was. I wasn't in yet. 
No, I, you, I was 17. So Okay, so we've got about a $12 total value for Manny's first pack. Uh, Kenny, we'll move on to you next because you're one of the original adopters as well. Wh- which was your worst pack? So my worst pack, uh, gentlemen, was week 13 standard series one pack. Um, $50 pack, I think it was at the time. So I pulled a Chase Claypool. Serial number was 4541. Brian Johnson, the kicker from the Redskins. 3246 serial and a Denzel Perryman and also a common at 253. You scored in comparison to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would have been dancing a jig if you got that. <laughs> Kenny, do you remember roughly what those were going for at the time? Yeah. Denzel Perryman was going for $3. Okay. The Brian Johnson was a triple badger, so it took me a minute to figure out he was a kicker. <laughs> and and when you're pulling a kicker in all day, you don't want a kicker, okay? That you're like, I got a kicker, really? You know, unless it's Justin Tucker. I I can yeah. tell you guys that that Brian Johnson is part of the He Called Game series, and it was actually going for about fifteen or twenty at the time. It went. It was going for sixteen dollars at the time. And I was like, wow, jackpot! A kicker is worth more than my. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, kicker's worth yeah. more than Chase Claypool at the time was like $6. And Chase was 6 6 Okay. All right. Uh, next, we've got Ryan. Ryan came in after these two, so we'll check out his worst pack ever now. Brian, what was yours? Okay, so <clears throat> I would have to say mine was week 17, which was my first pack. Yep. Not as bad as these guys, but um, still not great. So I started with an AJ Dillon, but serial number 9955. Okay. A Jacoby Myers and a George Kittle. But here's where the confusion came in. This was my first pack. There was no debut badge. So I at that, for that time, we were still kind of up in the air with everything. The information wasn't out there like it is now. I was like, well, why doesn't he have a debut badge? It's his first moment, you know? So was that was that a glitch by all day at that time? No, it wasn't. He his legendary is his debut moment, and we just didn't really have the information that legendaries had debuts. You know? Okay, okay. Um, so he had two commons at the time, and he had a eighty five hundred, which is a I think a playoff one, and then you have the common ten thousand, which is a non debut. And of and course, you- I got serial number eight six three zero. <laughs> not, not special. Nope. And do you know roughly what they were going for at that time? I'll tell you the truth, I, I really couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but I, I know that Jacoby Myers and the AJ Dillon weren't going for much. I I would say George Kittle at the most, like fifteen dollars, maybe. Uh and that that's being forgiven. I remember the George Kittle was nine dollars. Nine dollars. Yep. Okay. There we go. And the other two that you talked about were well, what was it again? AJ Dillon, that was four dollars. And what was the other and one? And Jacoby Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. That was a total of four dollars and a quarter, maybe. So Jacoby, and it's the it's the base Jacoby, correct? Yeah, it's the uh debut okay. Jacoby at a uh eight thousand nine hundred twenty nine serial number. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Another winner. <laughs> and gotta stack those. Uh-huh. He said he got to stack them. Got to stack them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, that leaves me and my worst absolute pack was a week 18 pack, actually. 
and it was Leonard Williams, Alan Lazard, keep in mind, Devontae Adams is still on the team, and Melvin Ingram. <laughs> and I actually went and looked these up and backdated it. And the worst of the three was Leonard Williams. He was three bucks. It was the absolute floor at the time. Alan Lazard was six, and Melvin Ingram was four. So $13 total value. Manny beat, Manny beat me by a buck. Uh, no, Kobe, <laughs> you're being generous with mine. It was actually $3 moments, three, six, nine, anywhere between nine and 12. I just want to let you know that that Leonard Williams, if you still own it, it should go up in value because I burned three of them already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's bonfire bait for sure. <laughs> right? Now, here's the thing. So at that time, we're talking it's closed beta. People are still figuring things out. Everybody's hoping to crack stars. There's a lot of players that a, a lot of collectors don't know because they're not huge NFL fans. Now, I know, I know for a fact that both... Kenny and Manny are big NFL fans. Ryan, are you a big NFL fan or no? Definitely. definitely. Okay. So in this group, we've got four actual NFL fans, but that isn't always the case. So we could tell right away if a player was a bonus hit or not. There was a lot of confusion about what players might be worthwhile because a lot of the people on the platform just don't know. And the floors were being set because at that time, I think there was a lot of people lottery hunting would you guys agree absolutely i would agree i just wanted to add something in there is that what kobe was saying about lottery hunting and what back then we're talking back in january folks or in december i'm sorry and um, november is when this came out and back then there was a lot of you know like a lot of reddit on on all the social media platforms because if you got a kicker like i did on my second pack you were like oh my god i got a kicker this sucks it's, it's absolutely it's horrible because you know, there was no, um, there was no platform. There was no all day platform yet. So we didn't know what they were worth, nothing like that. And we're trying to base it off a top shot. And at that time you wanted superstar heroes. If you didn't get like a Josh Allen or, or, or like, uh, you know, somebody, you know, of status, then, you know, you didn't have anything at that point, you know, and people were just upset, mad. And here was the other problem. They didn't introduce the utility until like five months later. There was no platform and no utility and people were just pissed off at the product. And then the values were decreasing. They were down to two yeah. and three dollars. And I mean, once people were snagging them up for two dollars. And obviously a lot of that a lot of that's changed, but for the first three months it was agonizing collecting and it was hard because you're really gambling. That's right. That's right. Now Ryan, you had a point? Yeah, I was just saying uh, like uh can we remember what week did they actually roll out the marketplace? Because the first couple of weeks, we were holding these moments and we had nothing. We didn't know where they were going to go. Right. Because the marketplace was not out from the beginning. So it's kind of hard to date back to that week because it wasn't open that week. Yeah, yeah no, the, the marketplace didn't open until after the Super Bowl pack. Here's what I wanted to go over. And we were talking about how, one, the markets have gone up, and two how burning has affected the market. Now, in this little test of ours, Manny definitely lost, okay? He's, <laughs> he came out last for sure. Because if we go by the fact that he had three bottom-of-the-barrel moments, which means at their worst, they were probably three bucks. At this particular time, when you factor in the fact that there's been burning, the floor is no longer $3. There's nothing at $3. Manny's moments 
are $9 for Little Humphrey, $9 for Evan Engram, and $8 for Cyril Grayson. Wow. Cyril okay. was worth Ooh. money back then. Okay, so <laughs> he, he went from 9 to 26 Now, keep that in mind. These are like roughly $50 packs, so he lost 50%. Correct. Now, if we look at... So your moments, Kenny, were 3 bucks for Denzel Perryman. $16 for Brian Johnson and 6 bucks for Chase Claypool. So it came out to 25 bucks. But now, Denzel Perryman is bottom still. He's an $8 floor moment. Your Chase Claypool is actually a $20 moment. What? And your Brian Johnson is a $13 moment. So combined, they come out to 41 bucks. So you only actually lost $9 on that pack. I'm going to jump to me first before we actually get to Ryan. So mine was Leonard Williams, Alan Lazard, Melvin Ingram. Comes out to $13 total when it first came (laughs) out. But now Leonard Williams is a, and you could call it a floor moment at nine bucks. Melvin Ingram is a floor moment at nine bucks. But Alan Lazard, because the Green Bay Packers. Wide receiver number one. Yeah, they no longer have Devontae Adams, has gone up to $27. So my pack came out to to 45 bucks. $27. $27. I own two of him. Yeah, he's up $27 because he's theor- theoretically the number one wide receiver. Lucky duck. Right? So I only lost $5 in my pack. But then here's the winner. Here's our winner. Ryan. Yes, sir. Ryan had Kittle. Nine bucks. AJ Dillon. Four. <laughs> Jacoby Myers. Four. So he was at 17 bucks. But now the George Kittle is worth 15 The AJ Dillon is worth 30 and a Jacoby Myers is worth 10. Actually, sorry, AJ Dillon's worth 36 and a Jacoby Myers worth 10. He's up to $63 in value. So he came out on positive. He came out positive. And my point is, is that part of the reason for implementing burning and <laughs> convincing the community to burn as much as they do is that when they do start selling packs again, you're not going to feel as bad about it because the floor is going to naturally be higher. A bad pack isn't necessarily a bad pack. Maybe at first glance it looks that way, but that isn't really the case all the time. And in football, which we all know is an ever-changing sport, a lot of things happen. Injuries occur every single week, and you may have a player that you don't like much now that could be extremely important in two weeks' time. So part of this, I think, of what they're doing with the Burns is to really set it up for when the packs get released in series two, because there was so much negativity about the packs in series one at initial release. Would you guys agree? I would agree. That's an excellent, excellent point, Cove. I mean, God, that, this is why you do what you do. That's you're, you're right. Right. And think about it. We've been this from, from the beginning. So we've experienced it. We put ourselves through it. We were willing to go through it because we're early adopters and we see light at the end of the tunnel. But if in open beta, you have relatively new accounts opening up, the last thing you want to do is scare them off when the first pack comes out and everybody who's been here from the beginning says, great, another shit pack with negative EV. There was definitely some pushback on that. And I will put my hand up and say, oh my God, here I am paying $50, getting a return on these packs at <laughs> nine, bucks, nine bucks, bucks, $12. So what I did was- I believed in the rares, in the value of the rares. So I was lucky enough to pick up quite a few rares at some phenomenal prices at the time. 
just to offset my my potential loss to say, okay, I believe that these rares are going to go up in value. I believe that there are going to be certain moments that are going to have this projected utility, even though I had no idea, but I believed in it because of having been on the Top Shot platform. So as soon as that marketplace opened up, you better believe I hit it and I hit it hard because of the beating I took in the pack openings. So can I give you a different dynamic on that if you don't mind real quick? Yeah, yeah I was going to cut to you. I was actually going to cut to you, but go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, I was just saying like it, at the time, like I remember I, I just had a lot of things going on in my life at that time. And like just getting that email that I was accepted to close beta, I was so excited that I let that kind of guide me. You know, I was happy just to be in. Because I, I saw what happened with Top Shot, you know, and, and, and the early adopters. So, you know, I, I was willing to take the crap to see that there was that light at the end of the tunnel. Now, do you have a Top Shot collection, Ryan, or no? I used to have a Top Shot collection. I uh, <laughs> I cashed out at the beginning of uh, NFL All Day, and I took all my very valuable stuff and transferred about $6,000 over to All Day. And uh, then recently probably cashed out all my, you know, one, two dollar moments and uh, got rid of them. So I would say now I think I have a total of two moments left in Top Shot. That's a, that's a win. That was a good call. Great call. Very good call. I'll tell you guys this much. I didn't do that. I'm still holding on to, th- what is it, 319 moments overall. <sighs> and I said... Wow. I- well, I saw the dip and I said, there's no chance. I'm not going to sell it at the lowest of the low. I've got to let them come back, play out the season at every challenge opportunity, <laughs> sell off lower. everything, sell off everything then as the guys hit the challenges. You're a better man than I, because I <laughs> I got to a point where I, I just couldn't take it anymore. You know what I mean? I was like, you know what? There, there's a point where you just got to take a loss, you know, and uh, I hit that point. Probably like a month ago, and I said, "Eh, wow, just, just be done with it." You know, a lot of people left Top Shot and made the transfer to All Day, and now that you have this playbook out, a lot more are coming. So a lot of people are abandoning the Top Shot platform for All Day. Okay, hold on. So yes. one 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 question before we move on to the next part of this. I think Manny had mentioned it how they offered the burn option after the pack purchase a little while back. Do you think they're going to keep integrating that now into series two? I hope so. Um, If they follow the same trend of, Hey, here's your pack. Would you like to burn it? And if you do burn it, we will reward you with this potential mystery prize. And maybe you could get more, maybe you could get less, but that burning option will actually begin to reduce the overall effective moments at the end of the day, that's going to have so many multiple positive effects. One, it's going to start raising the floor because there's going to be far fewer moments. These moments with the multiple uh, thousands of, of moments, they're not going to be there anymore. So the value is going to go up. And two, it's just going to make things a lot more fun and interesting. Do I gamble it? Do I go for it? I hope they do it. Ryan, do you think it's a good idea to to have that burn option on a new pack? You know, I, I actually, I do think it's a good idea. I, I, I think that's good because it, it does. It Once again, it burns off some moments that probably people don't want. And it gives you a chance. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I think all of us have a little bit of gambler inside of us. And 
given the chance, you know, why not? I'm all for it. Absolutely. Because I mean, yeah, they're giving you the guaranteed quote unquote value of, hey, look, you burned this pack. The marketplace is telling us that uh, if you do the math, oh, wow, goodness, you had $15 in your pack. Burn them. We're going to give you a $20 credit anyway. So your overall effective cost on that pack came from, it, it was a $69 pack, right, guys? Or a, an 80, what was the value on that pack? I can't remember exactly. So it comes from the, the $80 mark, essentially, with a $20 credit down to the $60 mark, and you're still good with the value that we've given you. I'm absolutely on the burn it and get a chance at another pack. Okay, now, Kenny. All right, so I had some, I took some notes here. So about this, what you're talking about in particular, so there's flip sides to all this, guys. And you're talking about burning the pack when you when you receive a pack, like a Hall of Fame pack. You got to understand, there's diehard collectors that want these throwback moments from back in the days that they just grew up with those guys. So I, you know, even though it doesn't mean something to the the everyday NFT collector in today's world, it meant a lot to the real NFL collectors back in those days. So for to burn some of these moments is kind of hard. I understand that when you're getting a Barry Sanders or an Emmett Smith or something like that, these guys who like were legends of the game. It's almost sacrilege to a lot yes, of folks. Exactly. It's like you're burning that. Are you kidding me? You know, I watched that guy run. I watched that guy break the. Yeah, I watched that guy break the Russian title touchdown or whatever the case is. Now, going back to what you said on the burn burning the packs, I kind of agree with it. But then I, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree with it because here's the thing: people get they can get a pack with three cards, and they're an NFT collector. They just want the they want the rear or they want the Lego. If they don't get that, they're going to burn a pack, not knowing that it could be a Josh Allen or a Lamar or somebody you know a heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They want to burn it anyway because they want to get the rare Lego. They want to flip it. I mean, did you see how many people burned Jamar Chases thinking that that was going to do something better for them? Russell Wilson. Over the last, you know what I mean? There's like, a ton of them. They thought that they were going to end up in a better better place by doing that, you know? One second, one second. I want to comment on that because that, that's exactly the point I want to talk about here. So when you look at this option to burn, for people who are early adopters have already built up a collection. I'm going to ask each of you a simple question. Just give me your, you know, your, your simple answer. Don't, don't extrapolate on this one. Just one simple answer. Who's your favorite active player right now? Manny. Josh Allen, my boy, number 17. Yeah. He's Bill's mafia. So that was pretty obvious. Ryan. Lamar Jackson. Okay. Guy's phenomenal MVP winner. Yeah. Like he's a freak of nature. And Kenny. Saquon Barkley. Oh, then again, you're a, you're, you're big blue. You're a Giants fan. So I get that too. It's very similar for me. I'm a huge fan currently of Javante Williams. He's like the new hotness for me as, as, as a Denver Bronco. So these are our favorite players. Do, do each of you own at least one of those moments? Manny? Absolutely. Ryan? I have five Lamars. <laughs> Kenny? I own three Saquon Barclays. Okay, and I got a couple of <laughs> Javante Williams. So here's the thing. We have these. Plus, we have a number of other players that we're fans of, not ridiculous fans of, but fans of. When the next pack comes out and we get to see what the pack list is, and let's say it's got a Josh Allen in it, a Lamar Jackson in it, a Javante Williams in it. And let's say we stacked up a number of these. 
when we crack that pack, do we really want more of those moments on the marketplace? If you don't like them, burn them. Um, I mean, I, I really want more moments of people that we haven't seen yet, not more people that we already have. No, uh, I, to be honest, I would, I would, I would want them to burn it because it just sends the, the card that I own, the Josh Allen that I own to a higher value. Absolutely. Bingo. We already have collections. We have series one. We've already collected the, the players that we want. So when series two comes out and there's a number of players that we already have and we've invested in that are now getting these cheaper, I'm not going to call them duplicate, but optional moments available to anyone, it's maybe to our best interest to burn away. Yeah. But for a new collector, that's harsh. That's brutal on them. Because it's going to make it that much more expensive for them to get any moment. So is it fair? Is it fair to somebody who's just signed up during the open beta to have guys like us burn away so that it's harder for them to build a collection? All right, Cole. Matthew Stafford has nine moments. His, the value of all of his moments are like low, like under 15. No, I, I hear you. I hear you there. But I mean, if we start burning away. And what, what are we doing? We're forcing them to buy from us as opposed to cracking what they want? Basically. Ex exactly. So all day community, what's the answer? What do you think is right? You're going to have the initial adopters hoping to keep prices high and the fewer of their favorite players available in the marketplace, the absolute better. But then you've got the new accounts. Since open beta... There's been a real media push to grow the community, and that's a good thing for everyone. We want the community to grow, but at the same time, they want access to some of the same players we already own, and they don't want it to pay too high for them. So is burning an option when purchasing a new pack for a credit or another crack at the treasure chest a good thing, or is it a bad thing? Where's the balance? Join the Discord. I'll leave a link in the description below, and... Let's discuss further. Until next time. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website www.prosportspodcasters.com. On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP Insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcasts experience, where no sport is left behind.